Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be fairly short and sweet, but it's on a topic that's pretty important, happens to every single baby, and frustrates almost every single parent. It's the rolling milestone. I wanted to devote an episode to this because I get so many questions about how to get through it. Because for some babies, it's not a problem. They fly through this milestone with ease and it doesn't affect their sleep. But when it does affect a baby's sleep, it can really affect it and be very frustrating to the parents and often cause a bit of a regression. So I wanted to give some tips about what you can expect from that rolling milestone and how to help get through it to the other side of it and keep your baby's good sleep habits intact. So first of all, let's define what I'm talking about here. When I say the rolling milestone, I mean when your baby learns to roll independently. Most often I see babies begin to be able to roll onto their bellies before they learn how to roll back onto their backs independently. It's not always the case, like everything, not every baby is the same, but the vast majority of babies learn to roll to their belly first, and then it takes them a little longer to learn to roll back to their back. And that's usually the really frustrating part for the baby, and then of course, subsequently for the parents. So babies generally learn to roll somewhere between about four and six months of age. Do not panic if your baby is older than that and isn't quite doing it yet. Myla, my own little girl, didn't roll until almost eight months of age. She also didn't walk until like close to 15 months of age. So for all of you parents who are worrying because your baby is the only baby at playgroup who's not rolling yet and they're six months old, don't worry, not every baby rolls by that time. But lots of babies do roll between about four and six months or soon after that. And it can be, like I said, a frustrating time. But an exciting time too. Your baby is learning and growing and changing, and this is a progression in her little life. I don't recommend trying to limit your baby's movement or keep her from rolling is the first thing I'll say about that. Some parents are thinking, you know, this is going to be really hard. It's going to negatively affect her sleep. So let's stick some positioners in the crib or roll up some towels or things that I've seen happen so that we sort of wedge baby in there and she can't roll and wake herself up. Your baby's meant to roll. We roll in our sleep as adults. You know, as we grow, we all move around more in our sleep. And what we want is for your baby to be safe and for your baby to learn how to move around in her sleep and still stay asleep or move around in her sleep, wake up a little bit and still be able to put herself back to sleep because it's not incredibly new and weird and jarring to her that she's moved in her sleep. We want to allow her to grow and develop and get used to moving in her sleep. Also, from a safety perspective, positioners of any kind are not recommended in the crib. Nothing is recommended in the crib other than your baby and a fitted sheet and a wearable blanket, not rolled up blankets, not wedges or positioners. So let's not limit baby's movement by putting positioners in the crib. What we do want instead is to give your baby lots of practice during the day so that that rolling milestone becomes very quickly less disruptive to their sleep because they master it more quickly. So do lots of tummy time during the day, lots of time on the play mat, learning to roll from belly back to the back, 
and even in the crib. That's the part I find parents often forget about. You do a lot of practicing in the living room, on the play mat, or on a towel during the day, but we forget that sometimes it's harder for our babies to roll in the crib. It seems a little bit more cumbersome to them. Rolling on the play mat towards the wall that's 10 feet away might be easy, but rolling in the crib when there's a rail very close by might be harder. So practice in the crib during the day too, during your baby's awake time go into your baby's room and put them on their belly in the crib. Of course, they're supervised this entire time. Maybe put some toys in there and the lights are on. Maybe be playing a little nursery rhyme music. And when your baby is on their belly in the crib, you go around the corner of the crib and say, where's mommy? Where's daddy? And encourage your baby to roll from their belly to their back towards you to get them used to rolling in the crib as well. All right, quick pause, because what is more important to talk about when it comes to sleep than what we actually sleep on? I want to tell you about my very favorite mattress brand, Obison. Whether we're talking mom and dad, kiddo, or baby, Obison is my go-to for comfort when it comes to your family's sleep surface. You wouldn't want your family to sleep on anything less than the very best. And that starts with the best materials in the world. Obison's mattresses are handcrafted in Canada, and their materials are organic, ethically sourced, and chemical-free. Baby's body temperatures tend to fluctuate while they sleep. Obison's mattresses are breathable and moisture-wicking to help regulate baby's temperature levels throughout the night. And comfort knows no age. So Obison's organic 6-inch mattress for kids also features evolving support as your children grow and grow and grow. And when it comes to custom sleep, Obison is all in. That's why in addition to mattresses, they also offer you five distinct pillows with unique designs and different fillings that serve every sleeping style and meet both your toddler's needs and your own as grown-ups. We want your kids sleeping great. Use code HAPPYSLEEPKIDS at checkout and receive a free wool moisture pad when you purchase a kid's 6-inch mattress. Head to obison.com and obison.ca and get great sleep started. So those are some things we can do to try to practice a little bit more and get baby a little bit more used to and good at rolling in the crib. So why and when is rolling so disruptive to your baby's sleep? What you may find or what you may have already found as a parent whose baby rolls is that if your baby can roll onto their belly in their crib, but hasn't yet learned to roll back and they don't like being on their belly, that can be really disruptive because now your baby is stuck on their belly and they're upset. So we want to figure out a way to manage that so that you can reassure your baby, you can get your baby in a comfy and safe position, but we're not creating kind of a game because this is the tough part of the rolling milestone when it comes to sleep. Your baby rolls onto their belly, they're mad, they're upset, they're frustrated, you go in and roll them back, and within a minute, your baby has rolled back onto their belly again. So you go back and you roll them again, back onto their back, and then within a minute, your baby has rolled back onto their belly again. And you're getting into kind of a game, or almost like a sleep crutch, where your baby very quickly realizes, oh, if I just roll onto my belly, you come over here really quickly, we have this little interaction, and then we do it all over again. So I think maybe I'm going to keep rolling on my belly, because this is kind of an interesting game to me. We want to try to avoid that because it's frustrating for you as the parent, and it is difficult for your little one in terms of their sleep habits. So we do want to try to avoid that while also making sure that your baby is safe and comfy. So first of all, I will say, if your baby is happy on their belly and they've gotten there on their own, health experts attest that you don't have to reposition them. Health Canada and the AAP recommend that you should always put your baby in their crib on their back for sleep. 
However, the same health experts attest that if your baby can roll independently, you do not have to reposition them. So if you notice that your baby has gotten themselves to their belly and they're happy to sleep there, then that's the point at which you don't have to reposition your baby. But of course, as parents, you have to do at the end of the day what you are most comfortable with. And if your baby is upset on their belly, that's a different story. So my recommendations for what to do if your baby has rolled to their belly and can't yet get back to their back, I would try to give your baby a couple of minutes to see what happens. So as long as you can monitor your baby and you know your baby's safe, if your baby has rolled to their belly and they are upset, instead of going the moment you see them on their belly and hear them upset, I would try to give them a couple of minutes and then see, first of all, if they can settle on their own. Second of all, if maybe they can get back onto their back on their own. Or finally, after those couple of minutes of waiting, go in, flip your baby over pretty quickly and get out of sight again. That way, we're making the interaction pretty minimal. We're hopefully not creating a game of it. If your baby rolls back onto their belly almost immediately when you roll them back onto their back, then I would suggest, again, if you're comfortable with it, maybe even more than two minutes, you wait like four or five minutes in between each flip. This way we are what doing what we call delaying gratification, which is not running in right away the moment your baby makes a peep and flips over and flipping them back over again. We're delaying gratification, we're giving a pause, we're giving them a chance to try to settle, giving them a chance to try to roll back on their own. That way we can hopefully avoid this becoming kind of a game or a crutch. If you wait a bit of time, go in and do the flip really quickly. Don't have a midnight chat while you do it. Don't sing a bunch of songs or get your baby out of the crib and turn the lights on, you know, just make it a quick interaction, get your baby back in a safe, comfy position and get out of sight again. And then keep doing that, but giving a pause in between. So we're not just doing it every single minute, the moment your baby rolls over. So we're not creating this game or this crutch out of it. So that's my advice on the rolling milestone. It can be a tough one for some babies, but you will get through it. The advice I just gave is the way that I would recommend you could get through it more quickly so that it doesn't become that game or crutch. Because many parents have professed to me that when their baby learned to roll, they had a big regression in sleep because they just either kept rolling him back over every single minute and then baby got really overstimulated or really used to the parents being right by the crib the whole time or they just gave up on it. They just gave up on independent sleep and they started rocking their baby to sleep or bringing him into their bed in the middle of the night or things like that. Things they never used to do before just to get through this rolling milestone. The problem with that is, or the challenge with that is, you've gotten through the rolling milestone, but you've created a whole bunch of new habits that maybe you never intended to introduce and now you potentially have to do some sleep coaching or if you had already done sleep coaching in the past now you have to do more sleep coaching to get to the other side of these new habits that we've created just to get over the rolling milestone so instead of introducing new sleep crutches if those aren't things you've had in place before instead of just picking your baby up and rocking him to sleep if that's not something you normally do in order to get through the rolling milestone I would make sure your baby's comfy and safe do that flip but don't do it every single minute give a pause in between make the interaction pretty quick and that's the way we're hopefully going to get through this more quickly get to the other side of the rolling milestone and get to the point where your baby is either comfy and happy to sleep peacefully the way he's gotten himself or gets to that other side of the milestone where he can independently roll back to his back and you don't have to be going in to flip him onto his back because he's going to get to that milestone pretty quickly. 
So for anyone who's been struggling with a rolling milestone, I hope that you heard this and it was helpful and know that you can get to the other side of this. Just be consistent. You'll get there. And before you know it, your baby will be so mobile, you'll forget the day he couldn't even get back onto his back. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the Everything Baby Sleep podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company, and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com, for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.